Five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Thursday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program.
open my lips to sing your praise, my heart to feel the joy. Let me have the gift for which I'm yearning. Another night in Israel. Desert flowers blooming in the spring, the grapes upon the vine. Let me walk the beaches in the moonlight. Let me fall in love in Israel. Wherever you go, I will go. Having to follow my heart, riding the wings that will carry me home. Wherever you live, I will live. If just to breathe in the air, you'll find me in Israel. My eyes to see the day of plowshares from our souls. A time to mend, a time to gather stones, a time for peace in Israel. Let me hear the voice of bride and groom, of laughter in the streets. The prayers of our children, so they need not fear in Israel. Wherever you go. You'll find me 
just an ordinary day Was it anyone I know? How can life go on this way? We sing the words out loud To strengthen one another Be 
JM in the AM. Boy, does that bring back memories. What a song, what a concept, what an idea, what a project done by uh, Gorf and company years ago with Chazak Chazak. Wow, what what an... I'm glad that I'm somewhat emotional today. I'm glad Um, because um, today is Balfour Day. And as many of you know, I've been referring to it now for many, many days on the air and begging everybody to make sure our children know about it. It marks the uh, centenary. It marks 100 years of the issuance of the Balfour Declaration by Arthur James Balfour in his capacity as British Foreign Secretary back in 1917 when he wrote his letter of support um, to the president of the British Zionist Federation, to Lord Walter Rothschild. And uh, I'm sitting here and playing songs that come to my mind on a significant day in modern Israeli history, modern Jewish history, and uh, thinking about all those who preceded 1917 in our community who never even had a hope or maybe only had a hope regarding seeing a state of Israel, enjoying a state of Israel, benefiting from a state of Israel, living and breathing a state of Israel. It really is unbelievable Think as you think about the era that we're living in right now. Just unbelievable. On this Balfour Day, 100 years later, 100 years, a just a a blip in time when it comes to history. Uh, before Chazak Amenu, you heard Sam Glazer's In Israel, Am Yisrael, done by uh, Yaakov Shweki, Gershon Veroba's Ani Yisrael, Ir Shel Zahav from Avi Peretz, Ani Mamin with Derech Achim, and of course Regesh with Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. It's Thursday on this November the 2nd. It's Balfour Day, 13th day in the month of Mar Cheshvan, second day of Bahab, begging everybody, everybody out there, from government officials to rabbis to teachers to rabbeim, make sure everybody knows what Balfour Day is, especially the young people, how significant a day it is in modern Jewish history, how It happened during an era when there was so little realistic hope for for an independent, sovereign Jewish state. Let's remind everybody about that today. 62 degrees, 91% humidity, winds are southwest at 2 miles an hour. Partly cloudy, a high 72. More of the same for tonight, low 62. Tomorrow, partly cloudy, a high 72 degrees. Shabbos looks like it'll really uh, cool off and start getting chilly in this area. Uh, looking forward to Shabbos in Parsippany, New Jersey. A uh, special shout-out to Parsippany. Uh, Yerushalayim's at 66. We're at 62 here in New York City as we say good morning at JM and the AM. Big day for us at the network, as you would assume. After all, it is um, it is Thursday, very big day. Yitzi Ball is going to be visiting us. Brand-new New York Boys Choir music in the 7 o'clock hour. We'll do that, and... Um, Big day today. Those of you who are Houston Astros fans, make sure you tune in at 11 a.m. Eastern time when our Houstonian Yoni Pollock joins us during the live lunch. I'm sure baseball is going to be a big topic. I'm sure of it. <laughs> uh, that's for sure. And uh, a lot going on. A lot, lot of uh, amazing 
interviews and programs that are happening today. I will um, outline them for you as we go through the morning here at the JM in the AM. But it's Balfour Day. Remember that. It's Balfour Day. Spread the word. Spread the word. Um, A significant day in modern Jewish history. More coming up. I thank you for tuning in and being part of this unique and incredible radio experience. Spread the word. Let people know they can listen at NahumSiegel.com. Let them know there's an NSN app, an NSN app for Android and iPhone. NSN, Nahum Siegel Network. It's really, really easy to listen all day long to all of our great shows. Let them know there's a phone number they can call and listen to JM in the AM right now at 605-562-4400. 605-562-4400. And I thank you for that. Tomorrow, by the way, we'll do the weekly update. In addition, I'm told that... Um, that uh, uh, mayoral candidate Nicole is going to be joining us here at some point tomorrow. New York City mayoral candidate Nicole is supposed to join us tomorrow here at JM in the AM. And by the way, the Kazakh song we just played was released after a spate of terror attacks back in the early 2000s. And here in New York City, a uh, terror attack um, by this... uh, Low-life murderer uh, claimed eight lives this week. And uh, New York City is bouncing back, but um, but there are communities and families who are really, really directly affected by all this. Uh, this group of, uh, of gentlemen from Argentina reading about their journey to New York and how devastating it must be for their family and friends back home. Just unbelievable the extent of the... Uh, the extent of the um, varieties of damage in so many ways that this murderer caused. Let's hope justice prevails. And let us pray that the NYPD and all law enfor- all good law enforcement groups around this country and around the world are able to, uh, to step up and deal with this, what seems to be rampant situation. More about this, obviously, during the weekly update tomorrow here at JM and the AM, 7.40 Eastern time tomorrow morning. And um, and um, certainly a week where there's a lot to think about. It is Balfour Day today. Can't remind us enough times to make sure our children know what happened on November the 2nd, 1917. Good morning. Thanks for listening to JM in the AM. open desert tent history's children in every event are looking for a way to lighten up their load and brighter than the sun you shine Jerusalem you're on my mind you lift my soul you echo the divine Providence that guides us so 
that we may teach and all may know the hand that may admonish or reward has given us this holy space Jerusalem to you I turn I trace my steps back to you now again Jerusalem is calling Jerusalem is calling Hear it echo through the canyons of your mind Until you reclaim the things you've left behind It's telling you this just might be the time Yeah, man. 
speaks from the ground Our past and our future merge In one majestic song And every Jewish soul Calls out in prayer Take me home Where the mountains sing Take me Sorry, 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 sorry
Derech Achim. Micha Gammerman with Tfilah. You heard Take Me Home done by Ari Goldwag. Tfilah Lishlom Hamdinah in Jerusalem is calling. Shoresh and Diaspora before that one, all in honor of Balfour Day. Today is Balfour Day. 100 years since Lord Balfour, as British Foreign Secretary, wrote to Lord Walter Rothschild, President of the British Zionist Federation. If you're not familiar with uh, what Balfour Day is, study it, learn about it, tell your kids about it. Galitzal Israel Army Radio 1 PM newscast next Jamie. Galitzal Shaa 1 Kano Mishalev im Mashakor Achshav. Be'od zaman katsar tachel pgishat rosh ha'memshala binim Netanyahu im akbilato habritit Teresa May im pamaliat rosh ha'memshala belondon katavenu Michael Hauser Tov. Kan bedowning 10 rosh memshalat Britania Teresa May tekabel bekorovet Netanyahu lifgisha aruka bimiyuchad va'aruka tsoraim rishmit shetimashekhna kimat sha'taim. Kabalat apanim omnam khamima va'al bechol akashur lanosa merkazi shel pgisha retsono shel נתניהו לערוך שינויים בהסכם הגרעין עם איראן. הדעות בין לונדון לירושלים בהחלט חלוקות. בבריטניה אומרים איראן מקיימת את ההסכם על ישראל להיות ריאלית בדרישותיה. משפחות החללים הנהדרים הדר גולדין ואורון שאול דורשות לא לאפשר לחמאס לחלץ את גופות המחבלים מהמנהרה שפוצצה השבוע. כתבנו אריאל זיגלר. אנחנו מקווים שממשלת ישראל לא תעז להיענות לבקשת החמאס, אמרו במשפחת שאול, לאחר שחמאס פנה לצלב האדום בבקשה שיפעיל לחצים על ישראל, כדי שהמדינה תאפשר לחלץ את גופות המחבלים מהמנהרה שפוצצה בשטח ישראל. צור גולדין, אחיו של סגן הדר, כתב בטוויטר, השיבו את הנעדרים של ישראל ותוכלו לאתר את שלכם. אנחנו מצפים לתגובת הממשלה, כך גולדין. חוקר במחוז הדרום של המשטרה חשוד בביצוע מעשה מגונה בנחקרת, כתבתנו הדס שטייף. שוטר ממחוז הדרום של המשטרה חשוד כי ביצע מעשה מגונה והטריד מינית אזרחית, אותה התבקש לחקור. מהתלונה שהגישה נגדו האישה למחלקה לחקירות שוטרים עולה, כי בנוסף להטרדה, הוא הציע להקלות בחקירתה בתמורה לתבואות הנאה מיניות. בנוסף, יצר עם הקשר טלפוני לתיאום פגישה אינטימית. אמש נעצר השוטר בידי חוקרי מח"ש, וחקירתו נמשכת גם הבוקר. כתב אישום הוגש הבוקר נגד שלושת הצעירים שתקפו אוטובוס אגד בסוף השבוע ליד קריית שמונה. כתבנו בצפון גיא ורון. שלושת הצעירים תושבי טורה נאשמים כי לאחר שרבו על עקיפה בכביש, עצרו את רכבם ותקפו באלות את האוטובוס. רק לאחר שחיילים עם נשק ירדו מההסעה ודרשו מהם לעצור, הם נמלטו מהמקום. הפרקליטות ביקשה היום לעצור אותם עד תום ההליכים. ראש המועצה המקומית קדומים בשומרון, חננאל דורני, נבחר לתפקיד יושב ראש מועצת יש"ע, כתבתנו בשטחים, כרמל דנגור. דורני, ראש מועצת קדומים, הודיע רק הבוקר על הגשת מועמדותו לתפקיד, ונבחר פה אחד לאחר ששאר המועמדים פרשו. מדורני נמסר, אפעל לפיתוחה של ההתיישבות ולחיבורה לשאר חלקי הארץ. לשון ההודעה. חברת אנרג'יאן המחזיקה במאגרי הגז הקטנים כריש ותנין צופה כי במצבורים קיימת כמות גז כפולה מזו שהוארכה עד כה. כתבתנו לענייני תשתיות מוריה אסרף. החברה דיווחה הבוקר על פוטנציאל להכפלת הפקת הגז ממאגרי כריש ותנין כדי לאשש את הצפי על אנרג'יאן לבצע שורת קידוחים נוספים. לאחרונה חתמה החברה על מספר הסכמים למכירת גז טבעי מהמאגרים, בעיקר מול תחנות כוח פרטיות, במחיר נמוך בכ-30% מזה שקונה חברת החשמל ממאגר תמר. מזג האוויר ירידה בטמפרטורות, מחר ללא שינוי ניכר עם סיכוי לממטרים ברחבי הארץ. אלה החדשות שעורך מירון ששון.
בחסות מחסני חשמל. Shofar <laughs> 
מדוע אתם שותקים? מדוע אתם שותקים רבותיי? מה אתם מחכים? Nagila, Nagila, Venice, 
J.M. in the A.M. Thursday, Zehayom, Asa Hashem, Nagila, Venismechavo. 100 years after the um, Balfour Declaration. Here we are on November the 2nd, 2017. November the tw- uh, 2nd, uh, 2017. And we are commemorating 100 years of the Balfour Declaration. Are you familiar with the Balfour Declaration? Are you familiar with the letter that Lord Rothschild got from Lord Balfour, November the 2nd of 2017? Um, familiarize yourself with it. As uh, November 2nd today marks the centenary of the issuance of the Balfour Declaration, 
Lord Arthur James Balfour, in his capacity as British Foreign Secretary, wrote to Lord Walter Rothschild, President of the British Zionist Federation, about His Majesty's government viewing with favor the establishment in Palestine of a national home for the Jewish people. And uh, it is hard, a hundred years later, to convey to people how significant this is, how, um, or I should say how significant it was in modern Jewish history, especially after the partition plan of 1947 and the Declaration of Independence in 1948. And uh, all these years later, almost 70 years later, very difficult for people these days to put ourselves in the position that world jury was in back toward the end of World War One. But it's so important to do so. It's so important to try to convey to the children, to all the youngsters out there and the older people out there, just how significant a day this is. So I'll say, Zehayom Asa Hashem as we look back 100 years at Balfour Day. It is, in, it is in fact reason to celebrate an important development in modern Jewish history. Uh, before that, Uvo HaOvdim, a related song. Yeah. With Shlomo Kalbach. By the way, speaking of Kalbach, don't forget his yard site is coming up on Sunday. Uh, starting on Saturday night, the 24-plus hours of Kalbach will be presented by us, the Nahum Siegel Network. It'll go through Monday morning at 9 a.m. Again, the 24-plus hours of Kalbach goes from um, Saturday night through Monday at 9 a.m. to commemorate his yard site, to make sure you're tuned in. If you want to sponsor all or part of the 24 hours of Kalbach, Go to our uh, fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org website, FJB for Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting, fjbunity.org. And we greatly appreciate the sponsorships for whatever reason, including for the uh, 24-plus hours of Kalbach. Yehuda Green had Mizbeach Hadash coming up in about 10, 15 minutes from now. Uh, Danny Danone. The uh, Israeli ambassador to the United Nations will join us with a message about Balfour Day. Yitzi Bold is scheduled to join us with brand new music in the 7 o'clock hour. Later on, we'll meet a young man from our community who's, um, whose company is now partially being funded by a member of the Shark Tank. Yeah, we'll explain that coming up. There's a lot happening today. Full schedule here at the Nahum Siegel Network today. Full schedule. Schedule at the Nahum Siegel Network. Um, right after JM and the AM, Charlie Harari with Unlocking Greatness. Michael Fragan and Phil Goldfeder follow with spin class. And there's a lot to talk about in the world of politics, that's for sure. Jew in the City Speaks. Allison will have Zisol Miriam Rahimi discussing her time in the IDF as an, ob- as an observant Jewish woman. That'll be today at 10 a.m. 10.30 this morning, this morning, Miriam L. Wallach is joined by Gabor Santo, screenwriter of 1945, the award-winning film released yesterday in New York about the return of two Hungarian Jews to their village after the Holocaust and the quote-unquote reception they receive from the townspeople who expect these Jews to demand their illegally acquired property back. Miriam has seen the movie. She speaks with the uh, screenwriter of uh, 1945, at 10.30 this morning on That's Life. Tune in. Live lunch. I'm sure there'll be a lot of Houston Astro talk with our friend Yoni Pollock. That'll start at 11 a.m. Eastern time. Throwback Thursday goes back many, many years to an appearance by the great Yisrael Lamb, the great conductor and arranger Yisrael Lamb. 
And then tonight, of course, the Arab Shabbos show with Mark Zomik begins at 7 p.m. Eastern time, sponsored by the wonderful people at Kedem. So get ready for that. Mark always puts together a great, fresh, wonderful show, and we thank him for that. Big shout-out to our friends at Bedford-on-Park. Many people in our community are responsible to schedule the corporate parties for the end of 2017 for their staff and for their companies and for their clients. Bedford-on-Park at the northwest corner of 34th Street and Park Avenue is a wonderful choice. Beautiful, elegant restaurant. Chef Alex is an amazing chef. His steaks are incredible. His burgers are wonderful. His salads are great. His desserts phenomenal. That coconut creme brulee is simply great. They can accommodate 100 to 150 people for your holiday party, for your Hanukkah celebration, for your family celebration. They serve lunch and dinner every day. They're always doing shevabrachas and parties and get together. Again, 100 to 150 people is no problem for Bedford on Park, 61 East 34th Street in New York City. Go to bedfordkitchen.com and get those reservations in now if you, in fact, want to use them for your holiday party. They're smack in the middle of Midtown Park and 34th, which is really, really convenient for a lot of people right after work. So keep that in mind and get ready to enjoy a phenomenal dinner and party with your staff and company. Balfour Day, 100 years since the Balfour Declaration. Make sure that your uh, children know what happened 100 years ago today toward the end of World War I and why it's so significant and so important in modern Jewish history. Hey, don't forget to our friends at uh, Abel's and Hyman. They're doing a best-dressed hot dog contest coming up during Kosher Fest on the 14th of November. If you want to be a contestant in the best dressed hot dog contest. Yeah, if you think you know how to dress up a hot dog, that's the bottom line. Um, then you go to the uh, Facebook presence of A&H, Abels and Hyman on Facebook, Abels and Hyman on Instagram. You'll see all the details how you could be a contestant in their best-dressed hot dog contest coming up November the 14th that we are going to be covering. I'm proud of that. I'll be <laughs> I'll be the play-by-play announcer as people dress up hot dogs. That should be interesting. So that's all coming up on the 14th of November. If you want to be a contestant, go to the Instagram presence of Abels and Hyman and the Facebook profile as well and get all the information. More coming up. It's Balfour Day at JM in the AM. Ten 
J.M. in the A.M. at Slowdown. That's the name of the album by uh, Eighth Day. Kapayim is the name of that selection. Uh, before that, Levy Cohen with Nikudatova. Balfour Day, J.M. in the A.M., 7.30 in the morning. Ambassador of Israel to the United Nations will join us coming up next. First, Rabbi David Goldwasser, his words, Zechonishmas are of Zebunibus of Alevi, and Zechonishmas Esther Basribus of Alevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We're going to be beginning today a new series on Simcha. We find a very interesting bracha that Yaakov Avinu gave to his son Yehuda. He stated, Their eyes will be reddened from the abundance of wine, and their teeth will be white from the abundance of milk. The Talmud in Ksubus explains that one who smiles to his friend, his eyes reflect kindness, he shows his teeth by smiling, and that's better than one who gives his friend milk to drink. Rav Shlomo Volba, in his Sefer Ali Shor, cites the Talmud in Makkos. It explains the Posuk in Devarim that Moshe designated three cities beyond the Ardain. It was towards the rising of the sun. Hashem said to Moshe, Cause the sun to shine for the unintentional sinners while they are in exile. Others interpret it that Hashem told Moshe, 
You have caused the sun to shine for the unintentional sinners by designating these three cities of refuge. Ravolba explains that causing the sun to shine means to give them sustenance to the extent that the compassion and the care is then far-reaching. For example, when a person had to find sanctuary in one of these cities of refuge, his Rebbe was exiled together with him so that the sun would shine for the unintentional slayer. The Rambam in Hilchus Rotseach says that selecting these three cities was a unique mitzvah. It's difficult to understand, however, there wasn't a more important last mitzvah that Moshe could fulfill before he passed on than causing the sun to shine for these unfortunate individuals. In truth, Ravolba says that causing the sun to shine for another person, Ha'aras Panim, it's a basic fundamental of all the mitzvahs. It defines the essence of man's relationship to his fellow man. Right from the outset, the Torah tells us that Moshe's concern and distress when he saw his brethren suffering in Mitzrayim was paramount to him. And likewise, at the end of his life, Moshe is attentive to the well-being of others and wants to ensure that the sun shines for them as well. The great Sadik Reb Menachem Mendel of Remenev, once said, Every Jew who tells me about his tsaras leaves an indelible mark upon my heart. When I stand to daven Shmon Esra, I open my heart to Hashem. I daven that Hashem will read every single tsara that's recorded upon my heart. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. Jam in the AM on a Thursday morning. Today is Balfour Day. He never says no to us. Uh, I've asked the amazing Israeli ambassador to the United Nations, the Honorable Danny Danone, to join us for two minutes this morning on the topic of Balfour Day. Mr. Ambassador, shalom, shalom. Welcome back to JM in the AM. Shalom, Boker Tov. Good morning, Nachum. It's great to be back on. I appreciate that very much. I have been, I've been speaking for the last 10 days on this program to this audience about how important it is to convey to our children and to everybody, but certainly to our children, how important November the 2nd of 1917 was and continues to be in modern Jewish history. What are your thoughts as we celebrate Balfour Day 100 years later? Did we lose the ambassador? After that dramatic introduction. All right. I guess we're going to have to try to reconnect. What a shame. Now, I must say that was a very dramatic opening. What a shame. All right. We'll go to this musical break for a moment. Hopefully we'll bring the music down in a minute when we reconnect with Ambassador Danone here at JM in the AM. Something, something, living 
All right, it seems that the uh, ambassador of Israel to the United Nations is back. Uh, ambassador Danny Danone, as I as I just dramatically uh, prefaced earlier, today is Balfour Day. What are your thoughts on November the 2nd of 2017, 100 years after the Balfour Declaration? Nahum, today is a day for celebration. Where we mark that the beginning of our independence, and we celebrate while the Palestinians will have events against Israel, even though we have a demonstration today in front of my office on 2nd Avenue, we will continue to celebrate, we will continue to build our nation, and it's not the first time that they are inciting and we are building, we are celebrating. At the end of this month, we will mark the remarkable decision by the UN in November 29th, Kaftet Ben November, where the UN decided to establish the Jewish state, and also the Palestinians will demonstrate will complain, will incite. My message today is that we should be very proud of our history. We should fight about the narrative, and we should remind everybody, not only in the UK, the Prime Minister now is in the UK, where he will have a ceremony uh, with many leaders, and with Theresa May, we should celebrate this special day, and we should teach our children about our history. Ambassador Denny Danone with us. It's one of the reasons I asked you to join me. It's almost impossible to get people into context of what was going on 100 years ago toward the tail end of World War One. And when you think about how many generations, for how many hundreds and thousands of years, Jewish people had nothing other than a little bit of hope to hang on to when it came to the homeland, when it came to returning to Israel. Uh, could you imagine if they would see what's going on today? Could you imagine if they saw a sovereign, independent state at the level that Israel has achieved to this point? It is simply remarkable, and I think we need to be reminded about how special a generation in which we live. Now, we are believers, and today when we're going to have a, a special uh, event in my office, I will take the dedicated diplomats of Israel but even though time we feel it's very hard at the UN and we see the hostile resolutions against Israel, we have to take into consideration how hard it was for those brave Zionists to vote for that declaration, the brave Zionists to vote for their vote at the UN 70 years ago. So compared to them, it is much easier for us today to represent proudly our beloved Jewish state. Oh, no question about it. And one last point I need you to help me reiterate to everybody. And this is really because of the leadership of both the Prime Minister and yourself. Uh, it seems that your message to the world, especially in the forum that you, that you uh, enjoy being a leader in the United Nations, your message to the world essentially has become no longer a message of please recognize us, no longer a message of please let's live in peace together. But essentially the message has been recently, you know, we're here to stay. And we're the leaders in technology, and we're the leaders in almost every area of military and defense and so many important water and so many important areas of the world. All of you guys, all of you, my friends at the UN, are going to be begging Israel for its technology and for its advancement 
in in the very, very, very near future if you're not doing so already. So you may as well hop on the bandwagon now. Would you say as an accurate description of the world scene 100 years after Balfour Day? Absolutely. And, and because of that approach, because we're, we're very proud Jews and proud about uh, what we did in Israel, I think today we see a change at the UN, the way we are being treated. You know, the fact I was elected to, to chair a committee to be the vice president of the General Assembly this year. And also when the prime minister came here to New York before Shoshana, so many leaders wanted to meet with him because we speak about the advantages. And today people understand that Israel is not the problem, Nahum. Israel is a solution to their problems. Yeah. That's why we see today that we work with many nations in Africa, uh, India, and many other nations that are becoming much more friendly with Israel. Mr. Ambassador, I proudly say two words to you today. Chag Sameach. To you too and to all Am Israel. And we should celebrate all this month because we start today with the Balfour Declaration and we'll finish in November with the historical decision of Kaftet Ben November, the 29th of November. Oh, you know we'll be celebrating here. Todaraba and have a wonderful day. Thank you. Ambassador Danny Danone of Israel to the United Nations. Yes, we are celebrating Balfour Day today, 100 years later. We will be celebrating Haftet in November, November the 29th, the day of the partition plan from back in 1947, celebrating 70 years. I believe our website already has on it the countdown to April the 19th, if I'm not mistaken. April the 19th of 2018, 70 years since the Declaration of Independence of the state of Israel. So there's a lot going on and we need to make sure to keep celebrating and make sure to tell our children why these are such significant days. Why today on the 100th anniversary of Lord Balfour's declaration, his letter to Lord Rothschild, why 100 years later, it's so significant. Why 100 years later, it is so important to recognize and to celebrate more coming up. Yitzi Bald in studio with plenty of brand new music if you keep it right here at JM in the AM.
JM in the AM, the Piasetsna Nigun, as it's called, from Derech Achim here on a Thursday morning broadcast. Well, Yitzi Bald, you know Yitzi Bald, everybody. He's an amazing, uh, an amazing uh, composer, performer, choir leader at this point, and somebody who we always have a lot of fun with when he's in our studio. Today, Yitzi Bald introduces a brand new album from NYBC. What does NYBC stand for? We'll find out in a moment. Yitzi Bold, welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you so much, Nachum. Great to be back. Nice to, <laughs> nice to have you here. I always think, because you walk into our studios always in such a great mood, I always think you must be up since 2, 3 in the morning. Um, There's no way you just rolled out of bed <laughs> and you're in a mood like this, that's for sure. Oh, it's always great to be here. I love it. How um, do you spend your day? Are you still in the, in the world of Jewish education? I'm in the world of Jewish education. Where, am- where does that happen every day? It's called Mill Basin Yeshiva Academy. It used to be called Yeshiva of Crown Heights. Oh, nice. Actually, one of my uh, uncles, Rabbi Naftali Yeager, yeah, sure. the Rosh Yeshiva of Shar Yashiv, he actually attended that school many years ago, as did my mother. As did my two aunt. of my brothers, yeah. It was a very famous school. Yeah. Um, Closed in, uh, I'm thinking like the very, very late 60s, or, or right. transitioned and merged. Transitioned. It moved to Mill Basin, moved right. to a couple of different places, and... Um, Eventually, someone took it over now, Rabbi Farhi and Rabbi Olshin. And, uh, How long have you been there? It's my third year there. It's your third year. And uh, I love it. It's, it's awesome. A significant student population. Is it growing over there? Baruch Hashem. Very, very nice. It's a, it's a day school. And Are you there every day? Every single day. Will you be telling your students about Balfour Day today? Will you mention the 100th anniversary of Lord Balfour's letter today or not? I, I definitely will. Good. All right. I appreciate that. We're trying to get all educators no, to... No, 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 100%. Eretz Yisrael is uh, so important. Yeah, it very, certainly very important. is. And yeah. we, we talk about it immensely. Oh, very nice. Um, all right, when you're not uh, when you're not teaching... when you're Well, not... I do the music there too. Ah. So they, th- these kids are, are coming from modern backgrounds or, or, or non-affiliated backgrounds. Right. And it's amazing what you can do with Jewish music with these kids, the dancing, the singing. I bring the choir experience to them. And you're teaching music to what grades? Uh, first, uh, pre one A through fourth grade. Nice. The fifth graders are asking me, "Why don't we continue this year?" <laughs> it's it's really a, it's a lot of fun, and you know, it's not only about the singing and the dancing. There's a lot of history, and I I, I give the whole hashkafa of every song and what's going on. Are they only studying NYBC songs? No, they're <laughs> studying other ones too, but. Uh, Baruch Hashem There's with, no restrictions. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no restrictions. <laughs> but you know, we have a lot of material and a lot of English material also. Right. Um, from our previous album, we had many songs in English, and right. they relate very well to that. Why? You know? Why did you, Yitzi Bald, remind the audience go into the world of choirs? Because you had you had enjoyed great success as a composer, right? We could say certainly as a yes. composer, arranging, I believe, as well, arranging right? as well, and and you were certainly viewed and continue to be viewed as one of the you know premier talents out there. Why do you, why the choir route? I listen. I, I I work with kids. That's my natural thing. I I've been teaching for years. I've been in camp. I go there for many years. I've been running the choirs there for many years. You're still up there. Still up there. You were there for the uh, for the Ohad concert. I was. I was in charge I, of it. I heard it was a pretty big night. <laughs> it was unbelievable. <laughs> Our entire band was like floored. He's like, wow, how good though. It, it rocked. It was like amazing. And Ohad was top. He was yeah. like. Wow, he's, they, at, he's at the top of his game. We've been giving like these uh, concert nights for many years, and 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 so we had like uh, music that inspires for six years. This special concert that we have in Camp Algoda, right. and every year the kids say, "Wow, great, great! What what could be better?" And this year the, the kids are like, "Wow, the best of six. And 
you know, Oat coming from Eretz Yisrael, the kids were like, wow, we never saw an Israeli singer before. And right. then it was like, absolutely. He was all right, so you're doing all is so that you're you're surrounded by kids between school and camp all through the year, and you right. so the natural progression is you know let's work with the kids, right. make this a professional outfit, and NYBC and, is born. Right. So I in, in 2008. That's um, funny you called it the New York Boys Choir. You know, you, you could have chosen a million different names. I, I listen. We live in New York. Right. Yeah, I get it's, that. It, it makes sense, and uh, you know, it's really never been used uh, in, in, in the Jewish world. To right. I mean, Miami. Yeah, sure. Is Miami, but. Uh, New York. We live in New York, so I felt this is the most logical thing. I guess it's less of a, it's more of a no-brainer than I thought. Right, right. But uh, it's all-encompassing, and and we have all types of kids in our choir. We actually were running auditions the past couple of weeks after our amazing Achtos event uh, that we had with Yeshiva Boys Choir, the Sfardic Boys Choir over Sukkot. This How my we performed together with them. Three shows. You have no problem being with other choirs. Ellie Gerstner and I are, are very good friends, and uh, Yossi Newman too. I have many pictures uh, that we. So when you, know. you founded NYBC, Yossi and Ellie were fine with that. Totally. I mean, I, they they even gave me recommendations and things like that. Wow. And, yeah, I mean, people out there don't realize what kind of madriga that is. N- no, of course, absolutely. I mean, I, Ellie Ellie knew me from many years ago when he was young. He was. Looking at my releases, like uh, you saw Wilger is his uncle. Right. Oh, right. And, related, he, right. and uh, Mandy Wald. Uh, right. So he was, he, Ellie told me that when he, when he was just l- learning about music, so he studied Mandy Wald's L'Chaim album. Right, I remember that album. Thousands of times sure. just to get to learn about arrangements and all that stuff. And then he he built his genre off, off, sure. off that, you know. And How'd so we have go? a long standing How'd that go with the three choirs? Amazing. It was, it was so good. It was, it felt so right. It was just like, we didn't perform all the songs together, but right. we performed uh, nice. our own songs, each one, and we each had a chance to shine. It was Ellie's Brainstorm, um, you know, a celebration of voice choirs. And-, right. and to his credit, because frankly, I mean, you know, it, his may be the best known of all of them, and he invited Correct. everyone else to partake. That's right. I, I took it as a very big compliment, right. and, uh, you know, we, we were later in the game. But Baruch Hashem, we all have something to offer uh, uh, Sfardic Boys Choir did wonderfully. Everybody did great. All right. Uh, the name of the album is Menagain. It's out already for how long? Just came out around R- Yom Kippur, Sukkot, that time. But uh, give it, us something to start with because we've been speaking, and I'm sure people want to are anxious to hear the music. What what selection so, are we open with? Th- there's so many songs to choose from. There's actually 16 songs on this album. You put 16 songs on the CD. Unbelievable. Yes. So four of them. Why wow, you couldn't fit 17? No. No. <laughs> I actually didn't try. I was afraid to try that. Um, four of them are actually have videos connected to them online already. Uh, there were different songs for Hanukkah and Purim. They're four. So we, they're four. Like bonus tracks. So four of them. A lot of people didn't necessarily hear them, so we put them on this album. I uh, got it. So and twelve plus four. Twelve plus plus right. four. Right. But all very exciting songs and meaningful songs, and uh, we're really happy about them. All right, where do we start, uh, Yitzi Bold? So we're going to start with a song about Achtos, because yeah. we just talked about that, and it's called A-A-Aguda. Just one one thing I wanted to mention, you know, there was, there was once a story about a rabbi who went to the doctor with his wife, and when they came into the doctor, the doctor, you know, was speaking to them, and the rabbi said, our foot hurts. Right. You Coll- know, collective pain. Co- right, collective. So this song is all about that. Aguda was written in Camp Aguda, Spirit of Achterstier, ah-ah. Yitzi Bold is here, NYBC. The New York Boys Choir is out with a brand new CD. It's entitled Menagain. More details coming up. Keep it right here at JM in the AM.
JM in the AM. Ah, ah is the name of that one. It's uh, the NYBC, New York Boys Choir. Yitzi Bold is their leader. Name of the uh, album is Menagain, and this is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio. Around the world on the web at NahumSiegel.com, on the NahumSiegel Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. You can comment on the app. Anything you want to tell Yitzi Bold about the uh, current production. Today is November the 2nd. It is Balfour Day, 100 years after the Balfour Declaration. Make sure you um, discuss with everybody you see, but certainly with the youth in our community, how important a day like today is. All right, so that's Ah Ah. By the way, when we performed yeah. that song for the first time in Camp Agoda, I made it yeah. up in Camp Agoda, so I taught it to the choir there. We performed that at a concert, an Avram Fried concert, believe it or not. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and uh, the song keeps on going, Ah Ah. So the the whole crowd kept on singing it, even though we ended the song. It was like so funny. They thought it was going to go on and on. It's that type of. So we ended it like abruptly, so that they should continue singing. It was like unbelievable. I like that. That's very cool. Uh, all right, I want to sneak in at least one more right now at the top of the hour. Give me one more, and then we'll talk more about Menagin. What you, okay, what so got? I think we're going to go to Susumin. That's a very unique, interesting song. Uh, we know that uh, when people lose things. They sometimes say a certain Ma'amar Chazal, Amar Abinyamin, Hakal V'Cheska Sumin, Sumin, so I called it Susumin. Um, anybody that loses anything, it's an amazing thing. I've used this Ma'amar so many times, and I can't tell you what I found. Maybe I even found my Shidduch that way. <laughs> <laughs> it's really foolproof, huh? Oh my gosh. It is a foolproof method. Unbelievable. All right. Yitzi bold, Yitzi bold with a recommendation for daily life in addition to a brand new song. Here it is at JM in the AM.
JM and the AM, Yitzi Bold is in the studio. We're playing some of the uh, selections off the brand new album entitled Minagain at the New York Boys Choir. Did you see all those drums there inside the booklet? Yeah, what's the, story? what's the story so with that? I love to give the kids in my choir you know, credit and make them really, really feel good. I mean, every choir does different things for their kids. Hey, you have one big CD booklet. Oh, they, they oh, trust me, every time they <laughs> you say- have 400 thank yeah. yous in here. Like, how do you fit it in the, in yeah, the, I know. In the case? I don't you know? know how it stays it's in 32 there. 32 pages and- you, you you notice that there's pages of drums there, so basically yeah, meaning that on a series of pages, every kid is playing a snare drum, right? right. So all different uh, poses and right. things like that. It, it it really gives the kids, you know, not not everybody buys it uh, physically the the CD, right. but but the kids themselves in the choir when they get it and they show it to their grandparents and their relatives and friends, they get to say, oh, I'm part of the choir. They yeah. really feel good. It really gives them a good feeling. It's a real keepsake on, for them. Yeah. Where so, did most of the boys come from? All over <laughs> Jersey, Meaning, Staten Island, oh, Queens. Not just from the area of your school. Oh no, no, no! I, I had three kids, four kids try out for my school just now. Right. They, 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 I mean, I always say business and pleasure doesn't right. mix, but but they come in and they they, they really inspire. In they what borough to... is practice? Uh, Flatbush. Oh, it is in Brooklyn. Because I, I try to keep it just between. So, you, so if someone's from from outside of Brooklyn, they're coming in with their parents right. and their uh... right. I, I'm I'm from Far Rockaway myself, so right. I travel and I understand the carpools. How often does this happen, a practice session? Practice is on Sundays, 4 to 5.30. Every week? Almost every week. It's, you see, the, the special thing about the choir is, is that it's, it's, it's a very professional yet. It's like an extracurricular. So every Sunday, the kids have their, their venue, their outlet. It's, it's in a very warm environment. Like it's, a weekly club. Weekly club, and the kids enjoy each other. It's, it's so much achdas, so much kids from all different types of folds of Jewish life, you know, from... From every type of yarmulke you got, everybody. Plus it's, geographical and, area, they never would have met each other otherwise. Right. So they get to know each amazing. other that way. That, that cover also interesting. Uh, yeah. Each kid was separately photoed and then photoshopped together to create this choir look. <laughs> we had them stand in different positions. It was, it was so amazing, the photo shoot. Well, this is Yossi's wife's idea, by the way. You really always good. have original stuff, I'll tell you that much. And uh, this is a... Uh, Another, another one of those original and ideas. And a keyboard in the back. Right. See that? Uh, it's, yeah. a, it's a keyboard guitar. Correct. Because somebody actually plays that or it's just No, a no. I, I, for this, it was just like, <laughs> I could never get it to work. I did see someone use it once. Avi Fischoff many, many years ago oh, had gosh, one in Avi. Israel. He played it. I was like, wow, that's so cool. Yitzi Bolden Studio, NYBC's out with some brand new music. Their third album is called Menagain. To remind everybody, the first album was simply entitled NYBC, right? It was just yes. the... And then, and then you actually named the sequel, the sequel. The sequel. You named the NYBC sequel, the sequel. That was Yossi Futterman's idea. That was how long ago? That was, that was in 2014, the sequel. And now, of course, Minagin is out, right. uh, as you said, since the album. So ECD is different. It's like, you know, I know like for Avram Fried, he puts out a Yiddish album. He puts out the regular mainstream. Right. So in, in NYBC 1, it was primarily like Hebrew songs, but a lot of my own lyrics, like I wrote the Hebrew words. It's not like I... Took it from Tehillim or something. I, right. I, I, a lot of original words, lyrics. I, I like to write Hebrew. It's an amazing thing. I, I'm not Israeli. My mother was, Shalom. But um, so I like to write a lot of lyrics. The second album had a lot of English, and so it, it catered to a different crowd. It, got, it was amazing. I got I got phone calls from like 40 girls' schools all across America and Israel and uh, productions. And stuff. Productions. Can right. we use this song because it, it was very befitting for that right. you know, venue. Um, and then uh, Menagin is, is, is more like a combination of both, but it only has like two English songs on it. Right. There was a song. You, you, you used the Miracle song for the one off of the sequel for Remind Me. It was, it was a video. That and was my, a video with? 
And he's, it was, Aquire. It, it, right, it was Aquire, Aquire video. for Hanukkah. Oh, well, that's what I was saying. I thought, it was, I thought it was Hanukkah. That was a very popular video. And right. M-I-R-A-C-L-E. It was a word on that song called Wanabi. Right. And everybody's trying to figure out, what is it Wanabi? I said, right. it's a wannabe. Correct. Right. I remember that. We had that yeah, discussion yeah, in the yeah, studio, yeah. I remember, right. And then, of course, now you have this one called Minnagain. 16 selections, as uh, Yitzi Bull described earlier. All right. Uh, available everywhere at this point, I should assume? It's it's available ev- everywhere. The only thing that it's not, believe it, it's not available yet. It's on Amazon. It's on Google Play. iTunes has an interesting policy right now where they're, they're asking people to actually put the words in Hebrew. Mm. So I'm not sure which site of iTunes it's going to go on to, but it's going right. to be up on iTunes very shortly. All right, Yitzi Bald, you are you're our guest today. You have a chance to choose which song we hear next. What do you got for us? So I, I'd like to go with Betocha Ketsev. It's song number three. It's on okay. the CD. Mm-hmm. And um, What do you tell us about this? Uh, one? Yeah, Betocha Ketsev, uh, all, all Hebrew words. Basically, you know, a person knows that uh, he has no control over what his life is going to be like. We have a Muna. We believe in Hashem. And uh, we're always dancing. We're always in rhythm. Betocha Ketsev. Uh, but, uh, you know, we always, whatever situation we are, we always understand not to be sad, to be happy, and to trust in Hashem. In the rhythm, we're going to always be besimcha. It's brand new, the New York Boys Choir at JM in the AM.
Yitzi Bald is in studio. It's JM in the AM. Menagain is the name of the brand new one from the New York Boys Choir on this Balfour Day, November the 2nd, 2017. Uh, beautiful solos, by the way, we have on this album. It's one, of, one of the solos on this album, Meir Ruchter, really, I mean, amongst many others, has like these background vocals when we were at, uh, at uh, Danny Gross's studio. Danny Gross was like blown apart. This kid, like, wow, he's doing all this amazing stuff, making up stuff, harmonies, counter harmonies. Had a lot of fun in Donny Gross' studio recording. So there are some talented young people in our community. Yeah, there are a lot of, ta- you know, it's it's an amazing thing. Like, different schools have different feelings about kids joining choirs, right, for correct. example. Yeah, you face that all the time. Um, You know, like, is it going to take away too much time? Right. Uh, are the kids going to become egoistical right. or, you know, but that's passe. You know, today, today, kids need this outlet. You know, I'm in Chinook. I understand kids need that outlet, whether it's music or karate or singing or sports, you know. It's very important that kids have outlets today because there's so many other non-kosher outlets. Right. And we have to give the kids those opportunities to shine. So the kids who love to sing and dance, this is an amazing, uh, amazing opportunity. Mm, phenomenal. J.M. and A.M. with Itzy Bolt. Did you, so you composed everything on this? Yeah. As a sole composer, you never yeah. have help from anybody. Yeah, I, I, I sometimes ask myself, should I, should I go ahead and pay someone else <laughs> to, to compose? I mean, there are beautiful composers out there. But so far, Baruch Hashem, I think we've had tremendous success. And are you arranging these yourself as well? A lot of the arrangements are are mine and done with other people. So this album was a you know a, a mixture of myself, Arya Kunstler, Danny uh, Gross. Oh boy! And you're it was, surrounding yourself with good people. Oh, and and it was each one of them is a superstar. Arya Kunstler was amazing. I mean, well, those he has are a, pleasant to work with. Beautiful, great, great to work with. Arya is a great guitar player. I mean, yeah, the arrangements. Wow, he really. I mean, I remember you had him in the studio. He was singing in the morning. His voice was pristine. I could never do that. Did you ever see his performance for us at the Kosher Halftime Show? No, but I heard. You got to watch the video. Pretty amazing, I must tell you. He's so talented. Donnie, also amazing. Yeah, Donnie was here when uh, when we introduced Shire Pinchas to the audience, and we did that uh, conversation. It's the only time I think he's been in this studio, and uh, really came off as a very, very nice Sweet. young man. Big, uh, big Ben Taro also. Yeah. He learns. He Works in music, uh, and, and, and everyone seems man. to mention his name in every interview. That they're either in his studio or using him to either you know arrange or compose. Or so I'm gonna, I'm gonna let. He was the first one to to ever do a professional um, adult choir on my New York Boys Choir albums. On the very first, the one. very first one. He, I I heard him on a demo, you know, by his brothers bar mitzvah. I believe I was playing at the simcha because I, I played a lot of bar mitzvahs, right. and um, they gave out a demo CD, and I heard his vocals that he did there like the background vocals. I said wow this is great I gotta put this on my album I mean this is great stuff and um, you know I, I got him started we paid him a little and he did a great job and from then on he went full force the rest is history as they say alright we have time for a couple of more Yitzi Bold uh, introduce another brand new song to our audience please okay I, I feel like we're gonna actually do Menagen now the, this is the very first CD the very first track on the CD yeah Menagen very very how did this get into position number one well first of all I, I love this song. It's a great song. We we wanted to name the album after it. Um, basically, any you know, this this is about a a navi that he felt that he's not going to get his prophecy unless he's besimcha, and he needs music. A Navim, in order to receive their prophecy, they would call musicians to play for them to put them in that jolly mood. <laughs> Yesterday, you know, I was coming into school uh, a, a little bit of a stressful day, and I came into school, and I, I remember I was setting up my classroom. I come every day early to set up, and I just put in this uh, 
you know, a, a song and it just changes your whole spirit of the day. It makes you feel so excited and, uh, and upbeat. So there's nothing like uh, Menagen, you know, music, singing. Hmm. Even the Nevi'im recognized that, and that's how they received their prophecy. It's called Menagen. It opens up the brand new album by the very same name, Yitzhi Bolden Studio with the NYBC New York Boys Choir at JM in the AM. With the title track to Menagain, Yitzi Bolden Studio, the New York Boys Choir, they're out with a brand new album. By the way, the last four tracks of the 16-track CD are dedicated to the holidays of Hanukkah and Purim, so upcoming, uh, specifically next month during Hanukkah, we have an opportunity to feature those. They include the Neskadol and Light Up. I like how you spelled Light Up in the in Hebrew. <laughs> Um, information, you can go to NY, excuse me, you can go to NewYorkBoysChoir.com, go to NewYorkBoysChoir.com on Facebook. They're known as the New York Boys Choir on Twitter. You can go to Yitzi Bold's account and for performances, concerts, etc., cetera, et cetera. Uh, Also, one more thing. Yeah, sure. We have a Yitzi Bold YouTube channel. Nice. So 
you can see like 16, 17 videos on that YouTube channel. So if you ever want to check it out, if anybody wants to audition for the choir, which we're running presently, uh, we love to take any well-behaved boy. He doesn't have to have a superstar voice. Just a nice, pleasant voice, has some level of coordination. We'd love to check you out. So reach out to us. We, we love it. Uh, phone number for that and all general information is 718-471-1828, 718-471-1828. And you could write to at gmail.com, yitzibold at gmail.com for any information. And uh, what you indicated to me earlier off the air is that you do plan on having a pretty busy Hanukkah with the choir. So they'll be, and when you said they'll be around, you meant in this area, right? Yeah, we I mean, the past six years we've been by Ura. We've done shows locally. Um, it's so much fun. We get to wear T-shirts Neska doll t-shirts and light-up t-shirts at these concerts. The kids have a great time, and the people in the audience love it. Now, there you go. I'd um, like to give a shout-out. Sure. <laughs> my wife, Nava, and my wonderful children, and all my wonderful friends. I'm so happy uh, to share my music with you, and I appreciate everything you uh, you do for us. So they Nava. watch this whole process take place, huh? Oh, they see everything. They watch and listen. As <laughs> the good this, and the bad. They get to see everything. As all so, this gets put together. Wow. And it is not easy. Yeah. My wife hears this song a thousand times. She says, Yitzi. Oh, <laughs> How many but, times can I listen? Uh, yeah, but, no, but she understands. She totally no, I know. Understands. I know. So cool. Funny. <laughs> all right. Uh, everyone check it out. Minagin is available out there. Yitzi Bald uh, with the New York Boys Choir. And we will close things out with, what do you want to play? So I want to play a very beautiful, inspirational song. It, it originated in Camp Agoda. Before, the, before Tisha B'Av, we have like two days before Tisha B'Av, we have the famous cantata on Camp Agoda. People come from all over the country to come watch this. People have to pay a little bit to come in, uh, outsiders, but it's a very moving and inspiring play with intervals of a cappella singing by my choir, uh, the kids in the camp. Amazing voices. Not all of them join after the summer, but really amazing kids in that choir. It's run by Rabbi Shimon Finkelman. He's the one who playwrights everything, and I do the music, and we work together. And he, he tells me the themes like a week or two weeks till he finalizes the play, and I'm under pressure to make up the three, four songs. Oh, gosh. And Baruch Hashem, B'liyayin Hara, this is one of them, Achenu. This is a very moving Achenu song, and it was such a big hit in Camp Agoda, and we're really proud to share it, and we hope that it brings achtos and feeling for all of Kla Yisrael. That's what we really feel. And that's how we'll close out this segment. Great seeing you, Yitzi Bald. Thank you so and much. And Mazel Tov on the brand new CD. Appreciate it. And continued success. You're doing a lot for a lot of kids out there and for an audience that really appreciates your work. And uh, enjoy the upcoming season, including all those great Hanukkah shows. Thank you. And you should continue to do this for many happy, healthy years. Amen. Yitzi Bald. New York Boys Choir, known as NYBC. The brand new album is Menagain Achenu, closes out this segment on a Thursday at JM in the AM.
JM in the AM. Achenu is uh, from the brand new Menagain album. My thanks to Yitzi Bold, New York Boys Choir. 8.31 in the morning on this Thursday, Balfour Day, 100 years after the letter of Lord Balfour to Lord Rothschild of the uh, Zionist movement. A uh, letter that uh, proved to be extremely significant in modern Jewish history 100 years ago today. If you're not familiar with it, read up on it. If you are familiar with it, make sure that everybody in our community that you meet, including our children, are aware of how significant a day it is and how our our predecessors, our ancestors of generations back, would have given anything to be living in a generation of a sovereign Jewish state where Israel is viewed the way it is right now on a general basis as a world leader in so many areas. Keep all this in mind on this Balfour Day 2017. Mazel Tov going out to the Weiss and Storch families. The wedding is tonight. Eliezer Weiss of Chicago and uh, Amalia Storch of the Lower East Side of Manhattan. Uh, to both the Weiss and Storch families, we say Mazel Tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. Also want to wish a Mazel Tov to the Weintraubs down in Philadelphia and the Shapiros down in Florida. That wedding is taking place in Florida later today. Uh, to Rabbi and Mrs. Uh, Aaron Weintraub and Rabbi and Mrs. Ephraim Elio Shapiro. And to the Chassan and Kala, Shmuel Yontif and Gila, we say Mazal Tov from all of us here at uh, JM in the AM. I am looking forward to uh, Congregation Shaya Ahavat Torah, where tomorrow night in Parsippany, New Jersey, I speak about Jewish unity. A um, big thank you to the Parsippany community for inviting me. Hope to see everybody there tomorrow night and Shabbos. Shabbos, we're going to do a uh, story of how I got to this place <laughs> 35 years ago and um, and some Q&A. Tomorrow night, it's promoting Jewish unity in a fractured world. we got some nice heartwarming stories from all of our Jewish unity and our official Jewish unity initiative programs and our unofficial ones from years ago. Uh, so that's all happening in Parsippany. Thank you to the rabbi and uh, to the president and everybody in the synagogue. Looking forward to it. Nefesh Benefesh, with many other great sponsoring organizations, has a Shabbat Aliyah, a collegiate Shabbaton, with some wonderful guest speakers taking place at Stern College this Shabbos. nbn.org.il slash Shabbaton. nbn.org.il slash Shabbaton. Check it out, everybody. Don't forget, New York City Marathon does offer a minion, many minyanim actually, in Staten Island at Fort Wadsworth at the uh, staging area. Uh, we'll talk more about it tomorrow, but if you're running in the New York City Marathon, make contact with those who've done it before and make sure you know where to go for Sunday morning minion before the big race. This Sunday, a film premiere from the Destiny Foundation and Rabbi Beryl Wine. It's called Faith and Faith, Distortions and Illusions, The Roaring Twenties, 1920-1929, through 1929, this coming Sunday at the Museum of Jewish Heritage downtown with Rabbi Wine. Um, what else do we have for you here? A reminder that the uh, wonderful people at A&H, Abels and Hyman, they've got the best dressed hot dog contest coming up. And you can be a contestant. Go to the A&H, Abels and Hyman Facebook page or the A&H uh, Instagram profile. And you'll see all the information about uh, becoming a contestant in the A&H Best Dressed Hot Dog Contest coming up the 14th of November. I'll be doing the play-by-play -play on that. Looking forward to it. 
So check it out and uh, get ready to enjoy. Um, hello, hello to listener Adam, who's tuned in loudly and clearly from Jerusalem. Reminder, our friends at Bedford-on-Park, uh, remind everybody that it's uh, time to plan those uh, holiday celebrations. That's right. Corporate parties, get-togethers for the end of 2017 or for Hanukkah. You want to make sure to contact Bedford-on-Park, Chef Alex and company, as they have put together an amazing menu, really, really delicious. We've spoken about it many, many times. And uh, they have the space, 100 to 150 people, where they can accommodate a wonderful holiday party. Northwest corner of Park Avenue and 34th Street in New York City. Go to bedfordkitchen.com for information, bedfordkitchen.com. They serve lunch and dinner. They have great parties and shavabrachas. And now is the time. It's the beginning of November to schedule those corporate get-togethers for the end of 2017 and family celebrations for Hanukkah 5778. Bedfordkitchen.com, bedfordkitchen.com, or make your reservation at 61 East 34th Street in New York City, the northwest corner of Park and 34th at the delicious Bedford-on-Park restaurant. Well, a very interesting young man who has just had a very interesting experience in the world of entrepreneurship joins us, a member of our community from the West Coast. That comes up next if you keep it at JM in the AM. Can you 
JM in the AM with Eitan Freilich. Big day here at the Nachum Siegel Network, as every Thursday is. Right after JM in the AM, Charlie Harari with Unlocking Greatness, and Michael Fragan and Phil Goldfeder with Spin Class, the latest political news. Jew in the City Speaks, Allison Josephs has Ziesel Miriam Rahimi discussing her time in the IDF as an observant Jewish woman. That's at 10 o'clock. And Miriam El Wallach with That's Life at 10.30 with Gabor Santo, screenwriter of 1945, an award-winning film released last night in New York about the return of two Hungarian Jews to their village after the Holocaust and the reception they received from the townspeople who expect the Jews to demand back their illegally acquired property. 10.30 this morning, Miriam El Wallach speaks with the screenwriter of 1945. Uh, Make sure to check out all of our amazing programming all through the day. And if you want to hear about Yoni Pollock's adventure at the World Series, because you know he's a Houstonian. Uh, Tune in at 11 o'clock. I'm sure it'll be a topic during our live lunch today, that's for sure. Well, many of you are aware of the fact that there's a television program called Shark Tank, where, as it says here, budding entrepreneurs get the chance to bring their dreams to fruition in this reality show from executive producer Mark Burnett. They present their ideas to the Sharks, five titans of industry who made their own dreams a reality and turned their ideas into lucrative empires. The contestants try to convince any one of the sharks to invest money in their idea when more than one of the sharks decide they want a piece of the action. A bidding war can erupt, driving up the price of the investment. This past Sunday night on ABC, two yarmulke-wearing young entrepreneurs uh, walked into the shark tank. One of them is with us live via telephone. And by the way, what might be even more intriguing about him is that uh, not only is he a, a recent shark tank presenter... Uh, apparently, at one point uh, during his career, he was a student of our very own, the aforementioned Miriam L. Wallach. How do you like that? Zoli Honig of Wavecar, welcome to JM in the AM. Thank you so much. Happy to be here. I appreciate that. Now, you told me off the air, and I just revealed to the audience that this uh, uh, past Sunday night is when the Shark Tank episode in which you appeared um, was broadcast. Uh, but the other piece to what you told me off the air is that this was recorded. You presented to the Sharks quite a while ago. Yeah, that's just kind of how TV works. You know, sometimes, you know, you think you're going to air one time. They just push it off and, you know, it's okay because we're happy with the air date. Our business was a little more developed. We were able to handle the traffic better and, you know, do more with it. So, so, you so know, we're, we're totally fine with that. So whatever we learned about Wave Car Sunday night, your company now is even bigger and better and more advanced. Correct. So hopefully we'll have a, you know, a follow-up segment on, you know, a future episode of Shark Tank, and, you know, that will cover kind of what happened since then. Why did you, and, and for, you know what, let, let's start from the beginning. Explain to our audience what is Wavecar. Sure. So Wavecar is a company I started with um, my partner, Isaac Deutsch. Um, Wavecar is the world's first all-electric and free car-sharing service. We launched in Los Angeles, and the way it works is basically we have a fleet of electric vehicles, and uh, as a user, you download our app, and you can rent our vehicles for free for two hours at a time. Now, I'm sure you're all thinking, okay, how do you give out free cars? Well, we sponsor it all with advertising. So each of our cars has a vinyl wrap, um, which is sponsored by an advertiser, and a, a dual-sided LCD display that's mounted to the roof, like you might see on a yellow cab in New York City, and that displays dynamic advertising. So, uh, you know, depending on the, you know, the place of town it goes in, the ads change, and so we can, you know, maximize that ad revenue. So essentially, 
Companies pay us to display ads, and the users contribute by driving those ads around. I think the number you used uh, when asked about how many users you have during the episode was 4,000-something. Is that number much larger now? Yeah, a little bit, yeah. And yeah. Um, and uh, how did you know that this would be a good match for that show? How did you know that, that this would be a worthwhile pursuit to try to get onto Shark Tank? So it's funny. So uh, 40,000 companies apply to Shark Tank every year, and we didn't even, it didn't even cross our mind to apply. But about a month and a half after we launched the company, we got an email from this guy who said he read about us in some local paper of Santa Monica Daily Press, uh, which is like, a, like a, you know, the Five Towns Jewish Times of Santa Monica, let's say. <laughs> right. And he read about us. And he says, you know, I don't know if you're looking for funding, but I work for Shark Tank, and I think you guys would be great on the show. So this guy sent it from a Gmail address, and I thought it was, I thought it was a scam or something right. because clearly it wouldn't have a Gmail address. I googled the guy; he's the executive producer of Shark Tank, <laughs> so it was real. Uh, so yeah, so we went through the whole process. How soon after that were you on the show? So that came in, and I think. February and we filmed in June, yeah. so a couple of months, lots of lots of process. They cut down the list quite significantly from their first list. Each week they cut it down um, until you finally have your film date, and then you know they, they keep telling you there's no guarantee you're going to air. So um, until you see yourself on TV, you know there's no guarantee. Any comments about the fact that the both of you uh, are yarmulke wearers, or we're so far past that point when it comes to productions in Hollywood now? Yeah, you know, um, I, I guess growing up, I've always really never, I've always been a very proud fact of, of wearing yarmulke and trying to, you know, make a Kiddush Hashem. Um, my previous company, I, I sold to another company in Mobile, Alabama. And um, I flew down there probably every week, every other week, and every single time I wore a yarmulke. Hmm. And so I figured, you know what, if I'm walking around Mobile, Alabama with a yarmulke, and, you know, most of these, these people, it's the first from Jew they've ever seen in their lives, right. and they're very respectful, I figure, you know what, Let's, it wasn't even a question to not wear it on the air. Interesting. Um, all right, so what can you tell us about the company today? I mean, are you guys thriving? Is it, uh, you know, outside of Santa Monica as well? Like, how would you describe Wave Car in 2017? Yeah, so our biggest news is uh, we've actually done a deal with Hyundai Motor America, which we announced last year at the LA Auto Show, um, and we're starting to roll those cars out um, in about a month. So basically, Hyundai is providing us with uh, 150 vehicles to expand our uh, fleet from just Santa Monica to the entire Los Angeles um, and, you know, possible future cities. And they're also taking all of the ad space. So they're both an advertiser and a fleet partner. So it's a really great partnership for us. Um, and we're excited to be working with, uh, you know, a major auto manufacturer. Zoli Honig is with us. Uh, he and his partner were on Shark Tank this past Sunday night with Wavecar. Um, it, it's interesting, uh, the initial reaction by some of the Sharks to your pitch was pretty immediate that they really were just not interested at all. Were you were you were you standing there worried that that uh, attitude was going to be pervasive and that you know one by one very quickly they're just going to you know knock themselves out of the process? So it's very interesting. So to to basically prep for the show, besides for you know practicing, making sure we knew all our numbers on the you know on the back of our hands, like every single thing. Um, I watched pretty much every single episode of Shark Tank, and so. I almost felt like it was a video game. Like, as they opened their mouths, 
I knew what they were going to say because <laughs> I've seen so much, and it just was, you know, you, you could you could see it, and and it, it almost felt like was this virtual reality or real life? You know, I kind of had that zone out moment at one point in the pitch. Right. Um, but what was really interesting was. Um, uh, so just to kind of bring it back, you know, I thought it'd be really nerve wracking, but they all were really nice. You, I walked out onto the tank. Mark Cuban gave me a nod, like you're going to be fine, and you know, it was really comforting to see like everyone's like super nice people. It, but, it's um, it's funny though because I consider myself more than a casual uh, a viewer of Shark Tank, and I was amazed that the the couple of sharks that went out immediately were the ones who went out. I thought those were the couple that would express the most interest in a company like yours. Yeah, so I think I think Mark, you know, I was expecting him to stay in a little bit more, but you right. know, he's a very hot and cold guy. It's either he loves it or he hates it. There's no like in between for him. Right. Um, Lori, it wasn't for her anyways, right. and Chris Saka was the guy on the fence, but we thought it would be you know competition for Uber, so right. we knew that. Um, happens to be there was a lot more arguing there. Um, just so you know, the segments um, we filmed for an hour and a half standing there, and they cut it down to ten minutes. So there was a lot that you didn't see. Um, but you know that's TV. You got to cut it down. There's 80 minutes worth of footage of you of you participating in this pitch. Yep. Wow. Yep. Plus the 10 that actually made it onto television. So then, exactly. So so, th- so then it's funny. Those three in your mind did not surprise you that they knocked themselves out. And sure enough, the two remaining sharks both had offers for you. So you want to hear an interesting thing? Yeah. Um, actually, Barbara, who gave us an offer, um, she originally had gone out. Um, she. Um, I forgot exactly the reason she went out, um, but she went out. And then, you know, you, you kind of notice the, the pattern in people in the sharks are talking. They take turns and, like, they start, you know, this little speech, and you know they're going to say, and for that reason, I'm out. Right. So I saw them going down like flies, you know, and, and I saw Chris Saka started to do his speech as to why he would do it. And I just decided, you know what? I'm not letting Chris Saka go out that easy. And so I argued. I interrupted him. At right. every point he made, and I told him why he was wrong. And, and we went back and forth for, I think, a good 20 minutes. At one point, Lori goes, why are you guys fighting so much? And, the, and Chris Saka goes, what are you talking about? This is a jam session. I love these guys. Um, and so we're fighting back and forth. And we, it is just the most fierce arguing I've ever done with an investor ever. Because it was like it was all on the line. And right in the middle of that, Barbara says, you know what? You're making Chris take a shake in his boots. I love these guys. I'm coming back in. Uh, and she gives us an offer because I wouldn't let him go out. And her offer, again, to somebody who's not as familiar with business as you are, her offer seemed very straightforward. The other offer you got from Kevin was you know, a little bit more complicated. Yeah, it was complicated. But overall, you know, the money is, is great. But the value of Shark Tank is really the strategic relationship with uh, 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 you know, a shark. Right. And so... So for us, it was like, how much equity do we have to give away for that? So to ultimately bring down the valuation of the whole company, um, you know, to have a shark was not so appealing to us. We'd rather give away less equity and still get a shark. Right. So, you know, that's why we went with Kevin's office. And it's interesting because, and I've seen this so many times, as you're trying to reduce the equity with your counter, you know, you know that at any moment he could just say, you know, if that's where you're heading, then forget it. You know, let, let's kill the deal. But you must have gotten the feeling that he was simply just too interested in the uh, in the company to just let it go like that. Yeah, he was he was very engaged. Um, but I will say I give full props to my partner Isaac Deitch, who is the negotiator. 
Um, I, that's not my skill set. And uh, he took it over, and he did a fantastic job with that. Well, and if I you fu- haven't seen the segment, you got to tune in and see what I'm talking about. No, I thought both of you did really well. And it was I was very proud as a, a member of our community to watch it and to see you guys succeed and to hear from what you're telling us this morning that you've had even more success since the time of that pitch, which is great. Zoli Honig is with us. Wave Car, I'm sure people could search for it online, right? I'm sure you have a website, correct? Yep, Wavecar, we wave the fee, you drive for free, W-A-I-V-E-C-A-R.com. It's Wavecar. Oh, and before you leave us, i got to ask you the most important question for the NSN listeners. Uh, the rumor is that Miriam L. Wallach was your teacher. I would assume you uh, you uh, hand most of the success of your career to her. Am I correct about that? Uh, oh, of, of course. <laughs> all my English-speaking skills for my eighth-grade English class and Yeshiva Torah that is all Mrs. Wallach. There you Every go. Every single bit. We'll make sure to let her know that you acknowledged her publicly. <laughs> uh, uh, Zoli, you did a great job and you really made our community proud as far as I'm concerned Call out Kavon and good luck with the company Thank you so much More coming up 8 minutes before 9 o'clock It is a JM in the AM broadcast Zoli Onig from Wavecar on Shark Tank with his partner this past Sunday night and uh, really did well Certainly seemed that he got the uh, that they got the deal they were looking for and it's wonderful to see people from our community go on to broadcast like that and really present themselves well, where people are uh, impressed with members of our community, thank God. Sometimes in the public forum, it's not always like that, as we know. Um, today is Balfour Day. Today is 100 years since the uh, Balfour Declaration. 100 years since uh, Lord Arthur James Balfour in his capacity as British Foreign Secretary, wrote the the letter to Lord Walter Rothschild of the British Zionist Federation with many historic lines, including His Majesty's government view with favor the establishment in Palestine of a national home for the Jewish people. It was 100 years ago today, and as Ambassador Danny Danone reminded us about an hour and 20 minutes ago, uh, it's a day that needs to be uh, celebrated. It's a day that needs to be commemorated. It's a day we need to speak to our children about and make sure they know about it. Full lineup, as we said, a lot going on today here at the Nahum Siegel Network. We mentioned it earlier. Um, after Charlie Harari and after uh, spin class with Michael Fragan and Phil Goldfeder, Jew in the City speaks with Allison Josephs. She'll uh, welcome a uh, an observant Jewish woman speaking about her experience in the IDF. Miriam Alwalik with Gabor Santo, award-winning Hungarian film, 1945. He's the screenwriter. Miriam saw the film, and uh, we'll be discussing it with him between 10.30 and 11 o'clock this morning, Eastern Time, here at the Nahum Siegel Network. 11 a.m., it's uh, a live lunch, which I'm sure will be dominated by World Series talk, since Yoni Pollock is back from the World Series. He's a Houstonian, I remind you, and a proud member of our staff. And tonight, Mark Zamek, Erev Shabbos Show, brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem on this Balfour Day. Make sure to be tuned in starting at 7 p.m. Eastern Time for the Erev Shabbos Show. No doubt it'll be a good one. More coming up. This is JM in the AM. Kaiti 
Achenu Israel and Achim Mechem, our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard a listener-sponsored digital radio around the world on the web at NachumSiegel.com, on the NachumSiegel Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app.
wraps up a Balfour Day, 100-year anniversary of the Balfour Declaration here at JM in the AM. Uh, Tomorrow morning, we're back. Nicole, Republican candidate for mayor of New York, is scheduled to join us in the 7 o'clock hour tomorrow. Weekly update, of course, 7.40 Eastern time with Malcolm Honeline. Make sure to be tuned in for that and plenty more. Plus, don't forget, an amazing day today here on our network with all the uh, great interviews and programs between now and 11 a.m., plus a live lunch coming up between 11 and 1, then Throwback Thursday and our Erev Shabbos show presented by Kedem at 7 p.m. tonight. Have a fabulous Thursday. Till next time, Nachum Segal reminding you, remember to pass, live the present, and trust the future.